Hi, this is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, February the 20th, and today is Heritage Day here in Nova Scotia, which is now a statutory holiday, celebrated the third Monday of every February. Heritage Day is an annual reminder of our storied past and an opportunity to honour the remarkable people, places and events that have contributed to this province's unique heritage. The 2023 honoree for Heritage Day this year is Rita Bernard Joe. Elder Rita Joe is a member of the Mi'kmaq community and published author. She was instrumental in paving the way for other Mi'kmaq authors. Her greatest wish was to see more writings would come from her people and that, quote, the children would read it, end quote. Elder Rita lost both of her parents at an early age and spent several years in foster care before attending the Indian Residential School in Shubenacadie at the age of 12. She went on to suffer hardships experienced from the residential school that would eventually lead to her, her to begin writing. She wanted to share her experiences through writing and celebrate Mi'kmaq culture with a focus on language. You can go online and learn more about Rita Joe. Today is a great day to also think about your own heritage. Heritage is a full range of inherited traditions, monuments, objects, and culture. Most important, it is a range of contemporary activities, meanings, and behaviors that we draw from them. My heritage is very diverse. My mom's family is both Acadian and English, and my father's family were Scottish. One of my favorite projects in the past was researching my family tree and learning some of the history of my ancestors, and I encourage you to do that sometime if you haven't already. Enjoy this day and find a way to celebrate your heritage and the heritage of our maritime region. Last week, as your MLA was a busy week working on your behalf, healthcare definitely continues to dominate the bulk of my workload. Lack of affordability comes a close second. I had several people stop in and speak with me personally last week into my office and talk to me about their personal health care concerns. They do not have a family physician and they are worried about the ability to access medical care when they need it. They don't want to go to the emergency department for care and for non-urgent reasons. Most people that contact me for this reason are older seniors and they do not have internet or a computer at home. So therefore, it's very difficult for them to access virtual care. They just want a family doctor that they can make an appointment with when they need to see them and they want to see them face to face. Recruitment for new family doctors is happening locally, but unfortunately, they have not been able to recruit the needs that we have here in our community. Pugwash has needed a family doctor for years. Amherst has recently seen Dr. Heidorn retire, Dr. Rubio Reyes retire, and more, most recently, Dr. Helena Bienkowski retire, with no physicians hired in the meantime to take over their family practices. The local volunteer physician recruitment committee is trying to attract new local family residents to come to our area after they complete their residency this summer. Last week, some of you may have seen the province's latest report for the number of people waiting for a family doctor in Nova Scotia, and the the number of people just continues to increase month over month. On February the 1st, 
the report showed there were 133,353 people in Nova Scotia without a family physician. That's 13.5% of the entire population. Now, a few weeks ago, I put out a 16-point action health plan with the input of many people locally. And in that 16-point action plan, we are recommending the provincial government to hire a professional recruitment company to recruit physicians. This has not happened. And although many communities like ours has incredible uh, volunteer people trying to recruit, uh, the fact is they are not able to get the results that you, the people, uh, need. So I will continue to advocate for our government to hire a professional recruitment company. This is what they do um, day in and day out. They know how to get results. So I'm hoping that our government will listen to that and I'll continue to speak to that. Last week, I traveled to Halifax and met with numerous physicians from around the province to start discussions around forming a health council, with the mission being to achieve excellence and accountability in health care. And there's many physicians that reached out to me after the death of Alison Holthoff, and they see real leadership in our area, and they want to work with us, so I'll continue to work with them. This coming Sunday, I want you to all mark this down on your calendars, and I'd love you all to come. On February the 26th, I invite you to attend a public meeting from 2 till 4 p.m. at Amherst Regional High School. We're calling it a health forum. It's really more of a town hall meeting where I'm looking forward to hearing from the voices of patients, families, and healthcare workers. I've been asked for a few months to hold a public meeting for people to talk about healthcare, and I'm able to provide this opportunity finally this coming Sunday, February the 26th, for you, the public, to come together and make sure that elected people like myself are hearing directly from you. And it's important for me to hear from you now as I prepare to go to the Nova Scotia Legislature for the spring session. The speaker called us together last week, and the Nova Scotia Spring Legislative Session will begin on March the 21st. This health forum, this town hall meeting that I'm holding on February the 26th on Sunday, will conclude with honoring some local healthcare workers that are providing high-quality care, and we will be providing a ward of excellence. If you know of someone that's providing excellent Healthcare, please nominate them for an excellence award. You can send the information to me at my office uh, through email, which is Elizabeth Smith McCrossan at Novascotia.ca, or you can drop it off at my office at 5 Ratchard Street in Amherst or the Pugwash Village Hall on Wednesday, February the 22nd. So, another important issue that I'd like to speak to you about today is the lack of affordability. It's a real problem. Some of you listening probably know firsthand. Uh, As we're finally seeing winter and colder weather, colder winter temperatures, uh, there's many people that literally can simply not afford to to, uh, heat their homes. And it's, uh, it's a real travesty. The rising cost of food, the high heating costs due to the due to the high rate of inflation is really taking its toll. One of the solutions that I have asked government to do is to increase basic personal exemption on provincial income tax and along with that in bracket creep. So Nova Scotia is one of only two provinces in Canada 
that do not automatically increase income tax brackets every year in line with inflation. So what that means is that you're paying more income tax each and every year. And that's one of the reasons that more and more people are falling uh, more deeper into poverty. It's very noticeable when one compares our provincial taxes to other provinces. And now more than ever, people need to have more of their own money in order to live. So now is the time for Nova Scotia to get in line with other Canadian provinces, increase the basic personal tax exemption. And what that means is you don't pay any income tax on a certain base income. And right now, we have one of the lowest uh, basic personal tax exemptions in Canada means we're paying more taxes than anyone else. It's not right. And it our province has the ability to change that. And we, we need to do that. So I, again, also will try to push for the ending bracket creep so that as inflation rises, you're not paying more in taxes. Now, one of the positive things that our government has done, as we talked about it a lot in the fall legislative session, uh, myself, as well as many others in opposition, pushed and pushed for this. We're really pleased to see the government take action on that. And that was to increase the heating assistant rebate. So the threshold uh, for who qualifies increased dramatically, as well as the amount. So The heating assistant rebate program helps low and moderate income Nova Scotians with the cost of home heating. The rebates are $1,000 for each household and you can apply until March the 31st. To qualify for the rebate, you need to pay for your own home or residence. You need to pay for your own heat and meet the following criteria. You need to have a net income of $85,000 or less and live alone with no kids or dependents or have a combined net household income of 85000 or less and live with kids and dependents or other adults, or receive income assistance from the Department of Community Services, or receive the Guaranteed Income su- Supplement, GIS, or the allowance from Service Canada. If your personal or financial situation has changed since last year, you still may qualify. Examples of changes could include becoming widowed, getting divorced, or legally separated, losing your job, turning 18, recently arriving in Canada, or having the custody of your children change. So contact the Department of Service Nova Scotia and Internal Services to find out if you qualify. And again, you need to apply by March 31st. There are several ways of applying for this $1,000 rebate. You can apply online. If you just Google Nova Scotia heating assistant rebate, the link should come up. You can also come into my office. My staff have printed copies of the application form and you can fax. Uh, My assistant Dan uh, or Gladys will be happy to fax the form through to the office uh, or you can again apply online. If your income tax refund is directly deposited, then your heating assistant rebate will be as well. If not, your rebate will be mailed to you. So please, if you qualify, please uh, apply for this rebate. $1,000 is a good chunk of money, and hopefully it will help many people with heating their homes this winter. And also, please share this information with as many other people as as you know. Uh, My goal would be that every single person in Cumberland County that's eligible will receive this $1,000. So we need to make sure everyone applies for that.
If you have any questions, please call my office, 902-661-2288. Last week, I was also pleased to attend the founding meeting of the Acadian Society. So once again, thank you to Leon Landry, Morris Hogg, and Mr. Bill Casey for organizing that meeting. I look forward to attending uh, and supporting this Acadian Society in, in any way possible. In the past, I've communicated with the Department of Community Cultures, Tourism, and Heritage about the uh, real asset that we have here uh, and the real strong history and culture that we have with our Acadians. So I look forward to seeing some great work in the days ahead and the months ahead. I also attended the Community Health Board's presentation where they gave out provincial funding for local health care projects. It was just in, an incredible inspiration that night, just hearing some of the, the really inspiring work that is being done by volunteers in our local communities. So thank you to each and every person on not only on the community health boards, but everyone that's in our communities helping others. So thank you very much. Uh, I would like to extend birthday greetings to anyone who may be celebrating this week, including, I want to say a shout out yesterday on Sunday, February the 19th, Joanne Langell Skinner celebrated a birthday. Today on Monday, February the 20th, Sandra Mason and Sarah Gogan are celebrating. On Tuesday, February the 21st, Ruth Curry and Lou McLean are celebrating along with Christina Burbine. On Wednesday, February the 22nd, Benjamin Smith and John Kellegrew are celebrating birthdays. And Thursday, February the 23rd, Nancy Vincent McKenzie and my cousin Jean Smith, who grew up in Linden with me, are celebrating birthdays. Friday, February the 24th, Matt Gall is celebrating a birthday. And Saturday, February the 25th, Catherine Taylor celebrating. So happy birthday to everyone. And if anyone else is listening that's celebrating, sending along my best wishes to you as well. I would like to send my condolences to anyone who has lost a loved one recently, including the family and friends of Clayton Charles Smith and Joan Avis Grant. It is my honor to serve you, the residents of Cumberland North. I will continue to push for changes in the weeks ahead, including improvements to local health care services, addressing access to affordable housing, and other measures to make life more affordable, as well helping the people of our area to realize our full economic potential. Please contact me anytime at 902-661-2288 or email me at elizabeth.smith-macrossan at novascotia.ca. You can also visit my website, which is simply elizabethsmithmacrossan.ca. My office is located in Amherst at 5 Ratchford Street, right beside the Amherst Library, and in Pugwash at 124 Water Street, which is right inside the Village Hall. And I have staff there every Wednesday. My mission as MLA for Cumberland North continues to be to represent you, the people of Cumberland North. I'm an independent MLA, meaning I work for you, the people. My work is not partisan. My work is all collaborative, and I work with all MLAs in the province of Nova Scotia. I build on a foundation of truth and justice, determination and dedication, honesty, being a servant leader, and empowering each and every person. Together, we build on the strength of our veterans and stand firm on the four pillars of excellence in healthcare, affordability, caring for our earth, and entrepreneurship and our economy. We embrace our diversity, we strive for equity and inclusiveness, and celebrate the history and arts and culture of all of our people. And today, more than ever on this Heritage Day, we celebrate our history, 
our arts, and culture of our people. Take care of yourselves and take care of others and have a great week. And I hope to see you on Sunday, the February the 26th for a town hall meeting, a health forum at Amherst Regional High School, 2 to 4.